0: The e-learning assist presented by GoOne.com, the easiest way to train your team. I'm your host Scott Cooper. We're excited to be back in 2019. Have some amazing guests lined up to share their knowledge on the e-learning assist, and that will hopefully help you to improve the way that you create and deliver learning materials to your team. In our first episode of 2019. We're excited to have Louise Knott, who is a member of the employee experience team at Amicus. And she's done a lot of hard work with her team in creating an award-winning onboarding program. And today we've got her in to have a chat about how she's done that. In this episode, Louise shares some tips around how to develop and roll out a good onboarding program, as well as providing some must-do items that will impact your learners from day one on the job. We hope you enjoy this chat, so let's jump into it. Today, I'm joined by Louise Knott, who is the Employee Experience Team member at Amicus. How are you, Louise?
1: Hey, Scott. Good, thanks. How are you going? Good, thanks. Thanks for having us today.
0: That's okay. So, we've got Louise on today to talk a little bit about onboarding because she's an onboarding expert, and Amicus have just won an award at LearnX Live. Uh, for their onboarding program. Do you want to tell us a little bit about what Amicus does, Louise?
1: Yeah, sure. Um, so at Amicus, we work with other businesses to design and deliver innovative workspaces um, that inspire people. Um, and we're pretty excited about the LearnX Award we've just won. Yeah. Um, it was for the Best Training Project. So we're very excited about that.
0: Yep. So, so what does that entail? So Best Training Project, what does that mean for, for an onboarding process there?
1: Um, So basically, we have a really awesome onboarding program. Um, So our onboarding consists of our recruitment platform, um, our HR system, um, psychometric testing, and um, our e-learning platform.
0: Yep, so when we're talking about an onboarding program, um, every business should have an onboarding program. What are some of the key problems that we're trying to solve with an, an onboarding program?
1: Um, so I guess what you're aiming for is you want your team members to be able to get up and running as soon as possible. Um, so you want them to be able to join, join the business um, and be able to hit the ground running from day one.
0: Yeah. So, so when we're talking about solving those, those problems, hitting the ground running, taking a step back from that,
1: mm-hmm.
0: what, uh, what's the, the thought process in building out that program in getting someone ready to be active in the company?
1: Um, in terms of...
0: So, we're definitely going to be hitting compliance. We're definitely going to be trying to upskill them with, with what they need to know within the company.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, are there any other key things that we need to be trying to address for for anyone building a program themselves?
1: Um there's a there's so many different things to think about um one of the key points would be to keep it personal to the person and put the learning back into into the learner so that they can choose when and how they want to learn
0: yeah so providing some flexibility around how you're bringing people on and allowing them to choose their path based on their role
1: yeah definitely and being able to do that as quickly as possible
0: yeah yeah awesome um so what are some of the tools that people should know about when they're doing this? Um, what, what do you use checklists? Um, are, are there particular programs that you're using when you're building out learning content? Uh, are you using a lot of documents that you're embedding or video?
1: Um, we definitely have um, a mixture. Um, so we have um, documents, we've got links that are stored in the cloud. Um, We've got internal training videos, um, external training videos as well. So, for example, for um, heaps of our learning um, on different systems, the the suppliers will have their own learning content, so we can use that and build it into the program.
0: Yep. Now, I know a part of what you won that award for was a part of it was for an online portion of the program and a part of it was for actually face-to-face as well so you had a blended experience with your onboarding program
1: yeah yeah
0: tell us a little bit about how you structure that and what that means
1: so yeah we've got the the face-to-face part um and then we have the online content so um really the online content the the, the learner can work away at their own pace some people want more support some people like going off and doing it on their own um, what we recently um set up um, has probably been been running for for over six months now is a coffee club so what we do is um when we get new uh team members on board we invite them to to coffee club once every two weeks um, and it's basically an allocated time of say an hour um on on the same day, every two weeks, at the same time, they come along, they get coffee and we go through the learning together. Sometimes people will um, work away at their own pace and then it gives them an opportunity to um, ask any questions that they might have on the system. Then um, it it will also then, um, you know, if they bring up a question and there's other people, um, who are in on that session as well. They learn from that too. That's a good
0: support network for them to be able to do that. And it's seen as a communal activity rather than something they need to do. Yeah, exactly. And then
1: the, um, people start building relationships from that as well. So it's like a bit of a networking tool as well to get, um, new people networking with other, other team members.
0: Yep. Um, I know it's always really important to have buy-in on learning programs from everyone in the business, um, and having them involved in that process. Um, I know that you've been working with some of the leaders in your business as a part of the onboarding program to give new employees a better understanding of how the business functions. Mm -hmm. Uh, Do you want to tell us a little bit about how you've been setting that up?
1: Yeah, so um, we introduced Amicus Unearthed and basically one of the important things that we know is that it's important for a new team member to understand key business functions and the people behind those functions. So um, basically uh, the Amicus on Earth sessions are then run alternate weeks to, to Coffee Club um, and it allows everyone to get to know each um, business department um, or the business team um, and the leaders behind those and have that personal connection to them as well.
0: Yeah. So we actually do a similar thing at GoOne where we like to onboard everyone. They get to meet each of our key function areas within the business as well. So we, we think that's a really important part of what we do as well and providing the, yeah. the human element to, to what we're doing Yeah, as definitely.
1: Well. I think it's really important to not just have everything online but to have that face-to-face interaction as well. Yep. keeps it personal.
0: Yeah. We touched on a couple of topics before that were around what we think should be included. Um, are there any other topics? We, we, we spoke about compliance uh, and we spoke about um, trying to get people ready for their role. Um, are there any other topics that you think have stuck out as things that are recurring and you find people are continually needing training on when they're coming through that you might not have in the past?
1: Um I guess the probably mostly with uh with IT systems so we need to provide a little bit more support. Yeah. Um and so
0: by IT systems we mean technology around, around using specific programs. Yes. Correct.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. So that's so that's good. Um and for that type of training what's how have you delivered that
1: at the moment? Um we still do the um, face-to-face learning, um, but what we do is we um, curate a lot of content from directly from um, from the platform basically. So if we've got a, um, an IT system that we use, we, we can use their content directly from them that they've already created. So we're basically not, we don't have to reinvent the wheel yeah. um, and then we can tailor it to, um, to our needs so for example we have a video conferencing tool, um, we can use a lot of online videos which is awesome to for the user to be able to, to watch the videos um, and be able to learn in their own time um, but then we'll have that face-to-face element to teach our new, our new team members on how we specifically use it at Amicus. Yeah.
0: Yeah, no, that's very good. I guess on the curation side of things, what sort of a ratio do you think you would have sort of, over the, the entirety of, of what you sort of do? What, what sort of ratio would you use curated content as opposed to your making custom material Ooh, at the moment?
1: Good question. I would say when we first started building our onboarding program, a lot of it was in-house. Yep. And I would say probably 90% of it was created. Yeah. Um, but over time, um, we've we've just been constantly building on our onboarding pro- program constantly. So um, I would say maybe it's to about 75% created and yep. 25% yep. curated. And do you think
0: that was primarily driven out of trying to save time and oh definitely and not, not having yeah. to jump into as topics you're not as, comfortable on because yeah. it's easy easier to grab something that's ready made and updated regularly
1: yeah exactly when um when it's already there um it's already there for you there's no point of like i say recreating the wheel yeah um when when the content's already there
0: yeah i want to jump into something that i'm passionate about now which is marketing internally and it's something that I talk about a fair bit and I believe that anyone who's in L&D needs to have some marketing skills because you've got to sell what you're doing internally to yep. everyone who's going to take I these courses. I completely agree. It's something that's very undervalued and I think is really important for any L&D manager to have some skills in. Um, so what I want to understand a bit more about is sort of what your processes are around how you roll out an onboarding program and how you get your team actively involved in what they're doing there.
1: Um, so in terms of promoting our, um, our onboarding program, we, when we first launched it, we put everyone through the onboarding process. Um, so everyone, gets to really understand and experience what it's like to be re-on- re-onboarded. Yeah. Um, we had a, a mixture of um, communication, which is intentional. It was a blend of emails, um, Yammer for our communication tool. Um, it was anything from walk-arounds to face-to-face chats um, and support for current staff um, so that they could then o- onboard and go through that, that program. Um, we we also have regular town halls, so it was brought up in the town halls as well. Yeah, um, and that
0: comes back to senior leaders being able yeah. to reaffirm that this is an important part of what we're doing. and, yeah. and we believe in this as well.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, and going back to what you mentioned about how marketing is so important. Um, yeah, I completely agree. We've we've got a group services at Amicus, and that's finance, marketing, employee experience. Um so we really work our employee experience team really works with marketing as well on not just promoting our brand externally but promoting it internally as well
0: yeah, and I think that gets overlooked a lot of the time where mm. where people are thinking constantly about that external because that 's where they see immediate value, but yeah. that yeah. internal can create just as much value um, from enabling everyone that's in the building
1: yeah definitely. Looking. Um, like sometimes you you know it's hard for people to go through change so a lot of people don't like change yeah. um, and when we start if we've got like something new that we're using we start promoting it internally As soon as a few people get on board and then people start getting excited about it um, yeah it, it's it's super important to make sure that that you're marketing yourself internally
0: yeah moral of the story is be nice to your marketing team and they will help you do things <laughs> So remember that, everyone. <laughs> what do you think have been some of the biggest challenges you faced when you're doing rollout um, and trying to get people engaged?
1: Um, oh, the biggest problems, I guess, probably put it, getting people like that initial step to allocate the time. The first step. The first step, yeah. Taking the first step to um, to allocate the time to then go through this experience.
0: Yeah. Do you think once that first step's taken, is that then an easier jump in for that continual learning once they, they see that it's not a, a huge time constraint? I
1: think everyone's different. Um, and most users, yes. As soon as they... They see the content and they realise how beneficial it's going to be. Yeah. um, And they soak up all of the learning. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm thinking about it. I think maybe, yeah, well, you know what it's like when you, when you onboard a new employee, they're, they're re- ready and willing to learn. Yeah. So some of the challenges come... You know, an ongoing learning and ensuring that people are continually learning.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, With the programs you're building out at the moment, uh, are they tailored to specific roles and departments, or is it a general program and then a user would then go on and complete a separate program that might be more aligned to, hey, I'm going to be working in a warehouse or something along those lines where they need to do a completely different skill set to someone who's going to work in finance?
1: yeah yeah definitely we're constantly building upon it um so at the moment we have an onboarding program that everyone goes through so it's the amicus onboarding so um everyone would go through that and then now we have um like a delivery expertise series so for everyone in the delivery team and the pre-construction team um we've got um specific content for um and training for them um, on the way that we do things at Amicus and what systems we use, how how do we do it? Um, why do we do it? And and who do we do it with? Yeah. Um, also, for example, we've got our site managers who are out on site. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we've got another um, another course that they then go through um, for onboarding to make sure that they they can be set up um, to know what they're doing to be able to do their job.
0: Yep. Yep. So we've got a few people that are probably going to be listening to this who are after some good tips from an award-winning company that, about how to set up and improve on what they're doing from an onboarding program. Um, what sort of knowledge can you help to share with, with some of these people about some of the basics around what you've done that you've found has worked well so far?
1: Um, I think one of the key points um, that's worth mentioning is um, there's a you know there's a lot of people who will carry out exit interviews. So at Amicus we carry out stay interviews, or stay surveys, we call them. Um, and what what we'll do is we'll we'll interview people um, within the first six months of them joining the company to find out have their expectations been met are they are they glad they joined us um so one of the things that came out of that is a hundred percent of people who completed the survey um said that they're that our onboarding program sets them up for success um so yeah i think that having a stay survey is a lot more um beneficial than than having an exit interview and what that allows us to do is um pick up any little things that pop up, that's like a common theme, and then um, we can then build on our onboarding program. Okay, do we need to dive a bit deeper into a certain subject um, or have more content around certain subjects? Um, <clears throat> for example, one of the, um, the the recent things that popped up was um, we recently launched um, a furniture line um, called A-Line. Um, which we're now offering as part of our business. And new starters were saying in the stay surveys, oh, we want to know a little bit more about a line. Can you touch base on that? So then we ran another training program. Um, we could you know, write content, create a video, and then we could put that straight into our learning platform.
0: Yeah, no, I think that's a, actually a, that's a really important message that um, onboarding is not a one-time thing it's it's also continual learning and promoting continual growth checking in as like a duty of care with your employees because if you're not doing that check-in they are going to walk out the door and go somewhere where they do feel like they're getting the attention that they need and the support that they want
1: oh yeah definitely yeah you've got to continue that learning consistently
0: Okay, before we finish up today, Louise, I wanted to see if you might like to share some tips that you would like, that you think are going to be really useful for people who are creating new onboarding programs and that might be able to help them out.
1: Okay. Um, So one thing that we'd recommend is um, not creating all your content. So reusing content where you have it. Um, So if you've already got... um, got the content but it's a bit all over the place reuse it
0: yeah get as much value out of anything you create as yeah, possible
1: exactly I and, agree with that. and use the content that's already out there yeah. don't you don't always have to to recreate it yeah um one of the other things that i would say is um the importance of getting the buy-in from your leaders um across the organization so all leaders um at all levels um one of the uh, the next point that I was going to move on to was about putting your people at the center of the solution so for example when you get your your leaders on board um they can go through that onboarding program and they can experience it for themselves and they know exactly what their new starter is going to be going through so then they know okay well this is the onboarding program now I know what I do and I don't have to cover
0: yeah, and we've got to remember that they're the people who are actually going to be working day to day with these employees as they come through. So yeah. if they're they're encouraging people to jump in and do that course, that's going to be a huge value to any learning team.
1: Yeah, exactly. You know, lead by example. Yeah. Um, and the other thing um, would be having a central source for all of your learning. So have one place for people to go to access learning. Um you know, it's, it, it's so much easier to have it all in the same place as opposed to files saved in different folders on different programs. Um, and then you're like, oh, where was that really useful thing? But where is it? Is it my emails? Is it stored in SharePoint? Is it somewhere else? Like all your learning content to be, to be in one central, central, bleh, central spot. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. Now, I think that's really important as well. Awesome. Well, thanks for joining us today, Louise. These have been some really good tips and some advice for some people. Um, I hope everyone gets a lot out of this. Um, For anyone listening that wants to learn a bit more about Amicus and their LearnX Award, you can head over to the Go One blog. We'll have a link in this description so you can check out what they've been doing and working on. Um, But thanks for joining us and have a good day, everyone. Thank
1: you. Cheers.
0: Thanks for joining us today. We hope you picked up some great tips uh, for Louise about how you can improve your onboarding programs and start getting your employees up and running a lot faster once they join your team. If you have any questions about today's episode or would like to be a guest in the future on the eLearning Assist, you can send us an email and we'd be happy to get in touch and sort something out. Also, if you're looking to improve the way that you train your team, head to goone.com where you can access over 5,000 courses covering compliance, professional development, leadership training and much more from just $12 per person per month. Thanks again for tuning in and we'll see you on the next episode.